Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Remarkable Young Men. Several caught my attention, and they were quite different from each other. One was a tall, very dark, and handsome young man with strong shoulders and quite a wingsman. I was standing behind him last week at the Brooklyn Tabernacle as we sang and praised God. I couldn't take my eyes off of him when he lifted his arms to sing and praise. So effusive was his singing and worship, he might have been the only one in the standing room only church service. His enthusiasm for God blessed me tremendously. Then there was another young man who I overheard praying for the man seated next to him. That is, after Pastor Jim Cimbala instructed folks to do just that, turn and pray for one another. Just like that, right out loud. Sort of like there was a move of the Holy Spirit in the place or something. You know what I'm saying? He prayed for the gentleman, several years his senior, with boldness and urgency. Just taking it in was impactful. Later, I went up and spoke to the young man. He was at Brooklyn Tabernacle to get encouragement to stay at his post. See, he is the leader of a teen challenge in Baltimore's rough, drug-infested, crime-ridden inner city. And then, when praise and worship began, the young guy was literally the first one on his feet, with his arms lifted high, singing with all his might. His body language seemed to be saying, Lord, I'm going to stand here reaching for you, singing to you, until I get a blessing of renewed strength and power from you. I could have watched him all day. Indeed, seeing and talking to young men hungry for God is inspiring. Paul felt the same way, especially about Timothy. Timothy was from Lystra, a city in what is the southern area of modern-day Turkey. What an interesting life he led. He was not just trained by the Apostle Paul, he was loved by him. While his father was Greek and irreligious, His mother Eunice was a Jewish woman who became a Christian after listening to Paul's teaching about the Messiah, Jesus. His grandmother was Lois, also a woman of great faith and influence in Timothy's upbringing and view of life. These women taught him the Old Testament scriptures from the time he was a small lad. On Paul's second trip to Timothy's town, he noted that Timothy was a young man of great faith and fine Christian character, and then moved to God, he recruited him to his ministry. Paul described Timothy as unique, said there was no one like him. In fact, he loved him so much that he referred to him as his son, my beloved child. Clearly, Paul was correct about his inclinations toward Timothy, as Timothy went on to become his traveling companion and ministry partner being mentored and trained by Paul as they went along. Paul trusted him so much that he left Timothy in charge of the church at Ephesus, where Paul had lived and loved for three years, longer than any other church community he planted. Paul wrote two letters to the young pastor Timothy. We call those letters First and Second Timothy. At the close of the second letter, Paul's affection for Timothy is quite crystallized. For in his time of greatest need, 
It was Timothy Paul wanted to be with him. Paul was in prison the second time, and feeling that his time, well, this time his trial would bring about adverse judgment and likely death. He wrote from Rome to Timothy at Ephesus, affectionately requesting him to come to him. Do your best to come to me quickly, he said. At that time, Luke was with Paul, but it was to Timothy he turned for sympathy and aid. He asked his own son in the faith, Timothy, to come to him and be with him in his last hours. So true and tender was the affection that bound them together. Whether Timothy was able to reach Rome so as to be with Paul before his execution, we don't really know. As I have been studying the life of Timothy, getting ready to embark on this series, what strikes me most about him is his faithfulness. Timothy was on the scene when Paul's ministry first started. He was teachable. He grew in his faith and knowledge, answered and embraced his call, and remained faithful. Join me. Get excited as we launch into this study of 1 Timothy. Let's try to see this young man as Paul saw him. Let's look with interest, just as I did the young godly men in Brooklyn. Indeed, let's learn from Timothy and Paul's writing to him and be inspired. If you'd like to read this or print it out, you can go to pastorwoman.com. Click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Remarkable Young Men.